This week's episode will be a guide on deciding which loops are right for you, whether that be standard or the ergonomic loops. And I brought on my very special friend, Stephanie Botts, who is a dental hygienist and an expert at ergonomics. This episode will walk you through the details of ergonomic loops, such as the cost, the weight, also if wireless or cordless light is best for you. And I hope that we cover all of the ever- asking questions that are in my DMs and help you along your journey in making an investment in ergonomic loops or standard loops, which will then increase the longevity of your career. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Brush with Brit. Today, we have a very special guest who has already been on the podcast before, and she is giving us the pleasure of being back on the podcast. And her name is Stephanie Botts. She has been a dental hygienist for 14 years, and she is the founder and CEO of Posture Pros. She's a national public speaker, author, and content creator, and a very good friend of mine. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Brit. Thank you so much for having me again. This is awesome. I know. I'm so excited. I get so many questions about loops and I felt like there was no better person to have other than you on the episode. Yeah, it's um, it's one of my favorite things to talk about. So that's good. <laughs> and I feel like just starting it off right off the bat, we should go in kind of to like the differences of your traditional loops versus your ergonomic loops that are more new to the industry, I would say. Um, and just kind of like the difference between the two. So for me personally, I started out with traditional loops um, that were not the uh, ergoprism loops or ergonomic loops. So they are angled different and you kind of tend to put your head down a little bit more, whereas the ergonomic loops are positioned so that you can look straight forward and your neck can kind of be in a more neutral position. Um, What kind of loops did you start out with? Um, so I, you know, the first three years of my career, I actually didn't have loops at all, which I'm like really embarrassed. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. (laughs) Yeah. I was just, when I was in school, I mean, I was so broke, like most of us. And I just, even with the discount, I was like, I can't do this. So, um, in the first few years, I, uh, just, I didn't have them. And then I started experiencing some pain in my neck and I was like, okay, so I need to get some. So my first ones were traditional loops because the ergo ones weren't even available then. Um, and they were the flip up kind because I wanted to make sure that I had the steepest declination angle possible. And at the time you could only get a really steep declination angle with the flip up type loops. So those worked for a while. Um, And then I started to experience some neck pain again. And so I switched loops. And this time I got um, through the lens ones, but they were, again, really steep, like the steepest they could go as far as the declination angle. Um, And those were okay for a while. But, you know, my frustration with traditional loops has been not the magnification because they do awesome with that. It's just every time, no matter how steep the declination angle was, I was still having to tip my head down. And that over time, over the years is really bad. Um, So I just got my ergonomic loops. It's probably, it's almost been a year since I've been using them and they've been a total game changer for me. Wow. See, I've only had them for like a month now and I got my traditional loops in I want to say 
2018, 2019. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I wasn't aware or familiar with the ergonomic loop. So I, I'm not exactly sure when they came out, but I know it was pretty recent. So I feel like with students who are currently looking for loops, it's kind of the way to go and what they should look into now is the, the ergonomic correct loops. Totally. I 100% agree with that. I feel like if anyone's in the market for loops, or if students especially are looking to get loops, it's almost a no brainer to start with these instead of the traditional loops. Um, there is a bit of an adjustment period. So the sooner you get these ergonomic loops, um, the sooner in your practice, the easier it's going to be to adapt to them, plus the better it's going to be for your body in general. Approximately, like how long was the adjustment time for you? I feel like it's different for everyone. For me, it was probably about two weeks, but just keep in mind, I don't work full time anymore. And so I, as far as my clinical days, it probably took me maybe four or five clinical days to get used to it. So I guess maybe that's just a week for someone who's working full time, but some people are adjusted within a day, a day or two. So I think it just depends on the person. Yeah, that's what I've heard is that it really just depends on you. And I think that a lot of time people are hesitant because of that adjustment time. But for me personally, it was it wasn't bad at all. There's still little like kinks that I'm working out even now, but I used them for three patients the very first day and I picked patients that I knew were going to be okay with it. And I, I told them ahead of time, Hey, I'm using some new glasses. So if, if you see me like make a funny movement or something, that's why. And they were like totally cool with it. And then by the next day I used them the entire day and I haven't gone back to my other loop. So it was literally within like two days. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like the sooner, cause you know, over time, as we, um, as the years go on, and especially if we're in that forward head posture, our muscles start to get really weak, um, our neck and back muscles. And so when we then try to go upright, it can be pretty difficult. And so that's why yeah. I'm like, it's better to just start with these or start as soon as possible. So you don't have to deal with that adjustment. And sometimes it can even be sore. Like I was a little sore when I used mine for the first couple of days because mm -hmm. of that weakness in my back muscles, but then it comes back and now they're fine. It's like second nature now. Yeah. I feel like you kind of, I didn't use mine for very long. So mine were, I used the traditional ones for maybe about like almost two years. So I was lucky in that sense to where I got my hands on the ergonomic loops. And like you said, the adjustment time wasn't too, too bad. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting, I mean, I know your angles and everything's going to be different, but it's funny when to me, like when I think my hand is going to go in one spot, but since you're looking upwards, it goes another way. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like that first adjustment? Yeah, it's so weird. But like, it's not, it's not that bad. You know, you, you're like, oh, that's where my hand's at. <laughs> yeah, it just takes a little bit of getting used to. I know it's like your hand just kind of randomly appears in a spot yeah. that you weren't expecting it. Um, I know when I first started using mine, I actually practiced at home with like I was filing my nails and kind yeah. of painting my nails um, just to get me used to not being in that. It's, it's crazy how strong your muscle memory is. And when I first started using them, my body kept trying to like tip my head down because it was so used to it. And I had to fight against that. You know, it's really weird. Yeah, and it was I was actually at a conference um, just last weekend, and I put on the traditional loops. And now that is throwing me off. Like I, I was looking forward and I was like, Oh, wait, what am I looking at now? <laughs> I <know. laughs> but I feel like with my peripheral vision, like that's now different because my head is more upright. So I'm more able to see things like from 
a different perspective. It's not the same perspective as looking down where your peripheral would be more of like the patient's body or like maybe um, above the patient's head where now I'm like, I can see like the hallway and like the wall more than just like the patient since your head is like more upright. Do you find that too? Right. No. Yeah, it is. It's totally different. And I don't know if you've had this issue. Some people are concerned that they're not going to be able to like see the patient's reaction or see, um, you know, if they're like in pain or whatever. I, I haven't necessarily, um, had that difficulty. Have you? I feel like I can still see enough of their, of their face within my field of vision, um, like my depth of view and or yeah. my field of vision, um, to where like, I can still see like their lips or even like part of their cheek moving and I can still look and see like their hands. So I thought that that would be a concern for me too, but it's not now. Yeah. I feel like there's so much more than there's a lot of like body language, you know, other than the face. And so you can kind of pick up on those cues, but yeah, I haven't had that issue either. How do you feel about when the patient can't lean back all the way? So um, that can be, it's interesting when you switch to these ergonomic loops, it really brings to light any issues that you have with your positioning. You're like, okay, because it's harder. You can lean over, but it's harder to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So with me, when I, I typically don't have that problem, but if I have a patient that can't tip back, I'll raise myself up higher on my saddle stool or I'll stand so that I have a little bit more, um, I don't know, a little bit more play, I guess. But mm-hmm. there, again, it's not perfect all the time. And so sometimes if I have a patient that can't lean back, I do have to lean a little bit. And that's, and that's okay because we're in an imperfect situation, right? Because we're dealing with people, but you just don't want to make a habit out of that. Yeah. And I think some people have this idea that these, these loops are just going to absolutely take away all of your bad posture. It's not, it helps, but you can still have bad ergonomics with ergonomic correct loops. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, there's so many, um, and same with the saddle stool, right? Mm -hmm. People think that if they get these ergo loops and a saddle stool, they'll be golden. But if we're, if we don't have our habits and our behavior under control, we can still twist, we can still lean, we can still hunch over. So it's definitely not a magic wand. Um, but they certainly help. And for me, if I can't lean a patient all the way back, I do a lot of indirect vision, which I already Mm -hmm. do that regardless. So I think that a lot of that indirect vision takes away some of that leaning when you're trying to look directly at something. Yes, 100%. Yeah, I should have mentioned that. Yeah, using the mirror for sure. I mean, that's if people aren't um, in the habit of using their mirror, I strongly encourage that because it's just it's impossible for us to really have good ergonomics if we're just relying on direct vision. Yeah. And for my magnification on mine, I actually did the equivalent of what I had with my standard loops, which was the 2.5, which I think in the ergonomic loop, it's it's the same as like a Mm 3.3 because your head is more upright. So it's going to be more magnification, but you're further away. So they kind of equal each other out. Um, Do you have the same magnification? Did you go with more? So I had my, my first pair of loops was a 2.5. Then my second was a three. And then when I got these ergo loops, I did a four, which was kind of comparable to a three, um, from what I had. And yeah, just so that people know, because you are in a more upright posture, that's increasing your working distance. And so they increase the magnification. So sometimes people are like, oh my God, you have a four thinking that it's something crazy, but it's really not. It's pretty equivalent to like a three, I would say. 
Yeah, and with my um, 3.3s that I have compared to the 2.5 with the standard loops, I feel like it's the same. Like it's pretty much equivalent with each other. Like you were saying, the three is to the the, the four. Um, so I feel like whatever you're used to, kind of go with that if if that's what you're looking for. But if you need more, you can go with more. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. And if if you want to play with it and go up a little bit, that's fine too. I actually think that now that I've worked with these for a while, I probably could have gone up a little bit more. Oh, I mean, really? I'm not going to do it. Yeah, but I probably yeah. could have. Mm-hmm. Um, but something else I recommend to people, just any time they're wanting to get a new pair of loops, whether it be traditional or ergonomic loops, like make sure that you're current on your eye exam. Um, yep. Because I've had some people kind of fib a little bit and um, to the manufacturer and, you know, send them maybe an old exam, but that isn't going to work because it's going to force you into like an unhealthy posture for you if that prescription isn't correct. So that's something to think about. Yeah. And with loops too. So with my standard ones, I actually had a insert for my prescription for my glasses. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was one thing that I did think about when picking which um, brand or company to go with is what are you going to do about your prescription? The prescription insert to change it was like $100. So that's why I originally went with that. Um, But then I ended up getting LASIK surgery. So that wasn't really a concern with finding new loops now. But it's definitely something to take into consideration um, when people are shopping around for loops. Yeah. And just honestly, in general, too. I mean, I you'd be surprised at how many people I see that are hunched over, you know, that they're really close, even if they have loops, they're really close to their patient, like much closer than they should be. And it's because they're so overdue for an eye exam. So I think that's something that maybe we don't think about, but it's really important. Yeah. What do you think about the weight um, for the ergonomic loops? Since I don't know if you have um, which ones you have, but I have the the Lumident Ergo Prisms and they are much heavier than my standard loops. So my standard ones were like the sport, the sport frame. And I picked them because they were the lightest frame at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So now going to the Lumident loops, they are much heavier, but I haven't noticed that hasn't bothered me. Can we talk about why that is? <laughs> yeah, because my neck is upright and I'm using all the good muscles. I'm yes, assuming. exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, if you compare things side by side, maybe one is heavier than the other and that might be a turnoff, you know, but if you think about it, your head is in that neutral position, your skeleton and your spine is actually holding your head up at that point. And so the extra weight isn't pulling on you, you know, cause you're actually, you've got your head in the position that it should be. So it's okay that they're a little bit heavier when our head's in neutral posture, we can actually handle quite a bit of weight up there. Um, so it's not, it's not anything that's pulling on you. And I think that between that, like, I'm not an expert on this at all. Um, but I know that each brand has different weights. Um, the loops that I use, they're called Andow Medical. They are very light. Now, I'm not sure how they compare to traditional loops. They might be a bit heavier, especially because my um, headlamp is a wireless headlamp. So the battery sits on the glasses. But again, because my head's in neutral, it really, I don't feel that at all. Yeah, I haven't noticed that either. For your battery, um, did you have a battery that had a wire prior to having a wireless? Yes. Okay. What are your thoughts on the differences? 
You know, I feel like it's like to each their own. I, I don't, I think there's pros and cons with each one. The one with the cord, obviously, because I'm kind of clumsy and I move around pretty fast. I would get the cord stuck on things and then that would be kind of weird sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. I'd um, kind of get hooked on things Um, or it would get in the way. Now with the wireless light, you don't have that issue, but the um, batteries, you have to replace them. So I would say it's every couple patients probably. And then at least with mine, sometimes the light turns on when I don't want it to, or it'll turn on when I don't realize it is like when it's hanging around my neck and then I'll um, notice that the battery is really being drained. And so there's like, you know, there's pros and cons with each one. I don't recommend one over the other. All I care about is that people actually use a headlamp. Yeah, that's uh, I 100% agree with you. I had a battery with a wire and then I had a wireless, but I completely feel like it is up to you. That's yeah. like more of a preference. Um, because for me, they are both great. I always charged my one with a wire during lunch anyways. So that's when I kind of switch out my um, wireless battery is during lunch for the most part. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I noticed right away is like with the wireless light, Um, If I want to turn it off, I have to lift my face shield, which means I have to take off my gloves and then turn it off. Whereas the one with the wire, I had it under my lab coat and I would press it with my elbow. So I wouldn't have to worry about like degloving and doing that. Um, So that's kind of like the only thing that I I noticed. But um, I also move really quickly and would get caught on things with the wire. Uh, So I feel like you can't really go wrong with either one. Yeah, it's just it's kind of like what whatever you want to deal with. But honestly, at the end of the day, like, as long as you're using some kind of headlamp, that's all I care about. Yeah. And when I was shopping around for loops, too, I think one big thing to think about is the the warranty length and also the customer service. I know that there are some um, companies out there that have amazing customer service. And if you have something go wrong with your loops, you need great customer service because you don't want to be without your loops for a long time. So it's super important. And then if you want a really good warranty, then you also want to make sure you're looking into that because you invest so much in into the loops. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, And just be kind of be an educated shopper, like see what the vibe is with that company as far as customer service. Like, do you think they're going to take care of you or not? Because yeah, when your loops go out, it's like you need a quick turnaround and you need some support. You want to make sure that you have that. Um, And then also, I know that loops of any kind are an investment, but don't let like, don't just automatically go with the cheapest one because um, you really do get what you pay for. And if something is maybe a few hundred dollars more, but you're going to be getting a good warranty and good customer service, it's 100% worth it. Yeah, I totally agree. And I there is so much information on the internet that you can get too, like through Facebook groups, YouTube videos, um, even like just meeting with the local reps and weighing out the pros and cons, you can get a good idea of kind of what you're looking for and what you want. So it's just utilizing the tools that you have literally at your fingertips. Yes, 100%. And um, I too, like, I mentioned this when I'm talking to people, um, you know how sometimes our patients go out and randomly just buy like some random toothbrush off of Amazon or like charcoal toothpaste or whatever it is. And we wish that they would have asked us first. Um, I'm kind of the same with ergonomics. And so if anyone has any questions about any of that, like if I can help at all, I'm here. Um, sometimes it helps just to ask someone else what their opinion is. And I'll always give my, my honest opinion. 
Yeah, I totally agree. And and with the cost of the loops too, I feel like the best time to get it is when you are a student. I know some yeah. people have even bought like two different pairs. I didn't personally do that. But if you're going to do it, that would be the time because you get such a good student discount. Um, and also just trying if you need to find like payment plans or even go to like a conference and see if they have deals. That's a good way also to get a deal on um, loops for me personally my loops were like maybe around it depends on like what you get what frame you get um, what magnification you get and what type of uh, battery and light you get so it really depends but mine were around like 2500 yeah and I would say like mine were um, just the loops and again with this company it depends on the magnification that you get and the price increases with each step up in mag um, but with mine I have the fours and I would say the loops were around 2000 um, for the loops and then the light is extra I can't remember how much the light is maybe eight or nine hundred um, but even even still like that's an investment and I understand mm -hmm. that but it's so important to be able to have your head up in neutral and if you spend this investment now you're going to be saving costs later on as far as like chiropractor appointment or PT or whatever it is because your neck is all messed up yeah that's why when people ask me like is it worth it 100% it's worth like the investment because you're going to get your money back in return if you can increase the longevity of your career Totally. And, um, you know, anytime we make an investment in our health, it's always going to be worth it. Like you're never going to regret investing in yourself. Plus, even if you don't end up with an injury over time that you need surgery for or something, just this simple fact of being in pain on a daily basis, that really reduces everything in your life. It affects every aspect of your life. So if you can avoid that just by making an investment in loops, like, of course, that's a no brainer. That is so true. I feel like now that my head is more in a neutral position and I'm not having as much tension in my traps and my neck, that now I'm starting to focus on other areas of my body. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm actually, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm able to like notice when my hand is doing this because I'm not so focused on my like neck hanging, feeling all that tension and that pulling. Yeah. And it's like you almost get used to that like that discomfort. I, yep. I feel like we get very comfortable in our discomfort, but man, once it's not there anymore, it's kind of a whole new world. Yep. I totally agree. Well, thank you so much for being on this episode of Brush with Brit. I think that this episode will be so helpful because I'm not kidding you. My DMs are always flooded about loops and who more perfect to have on the episode than you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate you having me on again. I always enjoy talking to you and I'm sure that we'll talk soon. Yes, we will. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening and make sure to follow Steph on Instagram, Facebook, and all her other information will be linked in the description below. Thanks, Brett. Bye. Bye.